You're listening to The Dirt on Dating Show with your host, Misha Noah. Get ready for real stories with everyday people on topics like the hottest dating apps, when to commit, and how to find a partner you actually click with. Whether you're on the prowl or spicing up your relationship, we've got the dirt to help you find success in today's digital dating world. Welcome to this episode of the Dirt on Dating Show. I'm Noah. And I'm Mish. And today we're going to take a glimpse into what it's like to date Jerry. So Jerry lives in Houston, Texas. He is a Leo and he's 33 years old. He's the owner and main artist behind Hourglass Hats. Awesome. So Jerry, how's it going? Hey, it's going good, guys. Weather's great here right now. So I'm pretty happy about that. We had some really bad rain yesterday. Um, They kind of flooded everything. So, but yeah, other than that, uh, yeah, everything's great. Just slaving away on hats and trying to keep myself busy while we're in this epidemic that we're in. Yeah. Yeah. For those of you who are listening and not able to see, um, Jerry has got a wall of beautiful, beautifully crafted hats. He's got, he's got a really awesome hat on his head. So, you know, tell us, uh, tell us a little bit about the hats. How does that, how does that help your dating life? Uh, I mean, it's definitely a conversation starter. So, um, usually, um, like for instance, when I go out and everything, a lot of times girls or even guys come up to me like, Oh my God, where'd you get your hat from? And you know, they're kind of shocked to even hear that I make them. So then it kind of goes from there. And then sometimes usually if they seem more interested, it keeps progressing or I'll, you know, buy the first drink or something. So I don't know. It's kind of, it's definitely a conversation starter. I've definitely noticed more that I don't have to go out of my way to start conversations. So. Yeah. And are you in a relationship now? Are you single? Are you um, poly? Currently, I, I was, I was telling Mish the other day, I just got out of a semi relationship. It was kind of more of a quarantine relationship. Basically just kind of her and I got stuck hanging out together. Not really got stuck. I mean, we definitely have fun together. Just then it started to turn into more. And we both said in the beginning that we, we didn't want more. And, you know, obviously with any sort of sexual relationship, um, basically one person's more involved than the other, especially in the beginning is if you, uh, if you both disclose that you don't want to be in a relationship. So, so yeah, that's kind of what I've been dealing with. Uh, yeah, about two weeks ago, we kind of ended a lot of things, uh, or ended everything. I mean, we're still friends. That that's what was cool about the relationship is from the beginning, which I don't really ever get into relationships unless it is like, from the beginning, like clear communication. I mean, just from my experience in business, as well as my personal life, I mean, that's the biggest factor for me. So yeah, so uh, we're still friends. We talk, just, you know, don't hang out and don't hook up anymore. Who brought brought it up first? Was it you or her? Um, uh, I could definitely tell that um, I brought it up first, uh, but I could definitely tell she wanted more. And I don't know, there's a few things that she wasn't clear on that kind of bothered me for a while. And once I, you know, found out a few things that she wasn't clear on, you know, I took it, I couldn't get it out of my mind, really. It kind of like, kind of, uh, my trust, you know, left the whole like relationship and kind of, it kind of weighed down on me a lot. So um, I tried to push forward through it, but at the end of the day, like I just felt more friends with her than anything. So, um, but yeah, currently single and not seeing anybody right now. So 
What are the girls like in Texas? What's Texas dating life like? It's interesting. So I feel like, uh, I feel like, I mean, I've dated girls from all over the world. Um, I've traveled uh, with my previous job. I traveled uh, pretty much 90% of the year for about 12 years of my life from 18. So, you know, 28, 29, and then a little bit, um, a little bit as of late um, for work. So there was times when I was living in other places and definitely uh, Texas girls are more, um, I would say Southern, uh, like they have Southern, um, what am I trying to say? Um, Southern like attributes as far as their personalities go. So, um, you know, they're more, I guess, proper and the way that they look at relationships, you know, and they have uh, time frames on time frames, uh, pressure from families and stuff like that. Um, as to where, you know, I feel like in other places as well, I mean, I feel like girls especially have a lot of pressure on them to, you know, get married, have kids by a certain date and all that. But I feel like in the South, it's a lot more prevalent. Yeah. And there's just a lot of pressure. Um, now that doesn't go for every girl in Texas, but yeah, mainly growing up girls that are from here. Cause I feel like everybody's just kind of from all over now. Like everyone's kind of spread out, kind of peppered into each city. So I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Would you say that your, um, your dating style is also, is also like that? Or do you have a different philosophy around that? Yeah. So I have a different philosophy around that. I mean, I, I just kind of go with the flow. Um, I never really, I don't have expectations. Obviously there have been relationships in the past that, that I'm way more into it and I'd want things to go faster, but it's kind of drove that person away. So I mm. know the feeling that girls have when guys are like pursuing them as well as, you know, when guys feel the, um, you know, the pressure from a girl like trying to date. So, yeah. So my, my, uh, my whole style is just kind of go with the flow, be friendly. And, you know, I, I look more into being friends with the person than anything. Um, and that's just kind of come, come like with my years of dating. Cause obviously you can, everybody's done the whole, Oh, we had sex one time we're we're dating now, you know, kind of mentality. But yeah, as the years have gone on, I've kind of noticed that I'd rather have a friendship than anything. And obviously yeah. sex is fun too. So yeah. I mean, they're both, they're, it's, it's amazing when you have that connection and you can, and you can have that physical connection as yeah, well. Cause, um, like I've told Mish, uh, over last weekend, we had a great time in Austin. Uh, like I have friends that are married that like, I idolize their, their relationship, you know, like I, I look at it as like something that I strive for and that it's actually out there. Cause I mean, it's like, they never, they're always on the same page. They're always making each other laugh. It's like, something's always new. I don't know. It's, and they're still like very sexually attracted to each other. And, and it may be because it's a new, a new marriage, but I don't know. It's, it looks like it's very promising. So. Definitely. I mean, I feel like that's kind of like everyone's goals, you know, to like have that kind of relationship. So I could see where you idolize that. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, and, and there's several, there's several different, uh, couples that I hang out with and it, it kind of sucks to hanging out with them. Cause like, I'll go there, like I'm the only single person there and it's like three couples or like four couples and we'll have like Yahtzee night. And it's like, we'll just get wasted. And I'm just sitting around a bunch of couples and I'm like, <laughs> what the hell is going on right now? 
Why am you ever, I the only you ever think about entering like a swinger, a swinger setup uh, there? <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, and I'm very open-minded to all that. So basically my situation that I've had a few years back, um, I was kind of dating like a couple, not, not in a bisexual way at all, but, uh, basically the guy would, you know, liked me around his wife and trust me around his wife. So, you know, I'd take her out on dates and, and then there'd be times where he was like involved too, where he would just like to watch us together. So it was just, it was, uh, interesting, interesting dynamic for a little bit. Yeah. So did that and it was, uh, yeah, like I said, interesting. Did it Did ever make you, you feel on? uncomfortable or turn you on? <laughs> I mean, I think the first time I was just like super wasted and I just kind of brushed it off and didn't really uh, pay attention to him. But after like, after a few times, it was just super easy. Wasn't anything. And like the crazy thing is, is uh, I'll see them out and it's just like, oh, hey, what's up? And I'll talk to him for a little bit, but it's. I don't know. They're like, oh, we should get together again. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> You're like, like, been there, done that. Yeah, how, it was fun for a little bit, but yeah. How did it fade away? Were you just kind of like, okay, I'm over it? Yeah, it just kind of got like old and I, you know, didn't see it really going anywhere. So not that I was going into it thinking it was going to go somewhere. It was right. just like, okay, I'm kind of starting to see this other girl. So uh, I need to kind of be true to that like now the real question is would you ever find yourself in his shoes like if that was your girl would you be cool with her doing that see I don't so I've thought about that for sure um honestly I think like like I said before it comes down to a clear communication like if and I've been in relationships where they're very open up front and the person um, like basically lays it all on the table and you're like, Oh, cool. Well, I'm cool with all that as well. And yeah, this will be fun. Uh, but I've also been in relationships that that person like doesn't want to let you down. And so they just keep that to themselves. And then you find it out later and you're like, what, like what the hell? But, um, yeah, I think honestly, if the relationship was right and everything was like, there was no lying and the other person didn't think, you know, didn't go behind my back and do stuff. And they were just like, Oh, I'm doing this, this, I don't know. I think it would definitely be possible. It's all situational. So. Yeah. It sounds like communication is a big, is a big part of a hallmark for, um, for a thriving, like dynamic in, yeah. in your relationships. How do you go about setting the groundwork for communication? And like, what's the process for, for like, Hey, all right, we've had sex three or four times. Now we need to have better communication. Like what, what is that? What does that process typically look like? And, you know, honestly, uh, a lot of times, like as much as you don't want to tell the truth about some things, it's like, I would rather tell the truth about, about things that I'm not liking or, um, that I can see the relationship going now. And a lot of times with younger girls, it kind of scares them off. I feel like just because they're not used to somebody, you know, being so upfront about things. And then, you know, obviously with older minded chicks or even, you know, girls my age, they're starting to get to the point where they're tired of like the games and everything. So they, they're kind of on the same page. And I think once you get to a certain point where you start like telling them things, it's like, it kind of opens a book and they're like, Oh, he told me this and I trust him uh, to this extent. So I'll kind of let some stuff out. So, it, I mean, it's a building process, but I think once you kind of 
you know, make yourself a little vulnerable and they see that, then they kind of go with it. So they make themselves a little vulnerable. Do you feel like, have you been talking to more of like the younger girls or do you find yourself talking to more girls your age or older? So, um, usually my age or older is typically what I get along with. Um, now there has been cases where, um, you know, younger girls are definitely, you know, a little more wild. So like if I'm partying kind of a lot at that point and I meet somebody, it's like, Oh shit, didn't expect to meet you and see where this goes. But I honestly, uh, I'm kind of like, uh, a deeper person. So it, it goes past, you know, just having, you know, conversations about nothing. I don't know. Somebody has to really like kind of challenge my mind. Here's a nice challenge for you, Jerry. So now we're, now we're entering the, 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 the ending of Corona here. You're single, yeah. Jerry. You're hitting the town. If you could wave a magic wand and just have like the, the, the dream dating life that you want, what does that look like? And like, how often are you getting nookie? Who are you getting nookie with? Like, paint us a picture of that. I mean, so, uh, I don't know, man. Um, that's a good question. Uh, didn't really even, haven't really thought about that, but just to kind of go off the cuff, um, I can just imagine somebody that is very easy to travel with. Uh, if I'm in just a relationship with one person, but you know, if I'm kind of just dating around, um, kind of just go on small trips, you know, do just kind of a more adventurous stuff. Like I'm starting to get kind of out of the whole like club scene, bar scene, and I'm more into like doing it. Of course I like to drink a little bit and party, but I mean, there's so much more out there than just sitting inside of a bar. And um, so, yeah, I mean, just kind of go with the flow and yeah, just travel more and have people that can travel with me and, and, or a group of friends or whatever. And there's no expectations really. So do you usually have sex on the first date or how does that usually happen? Um, I mean, I definitely have. And there was a point in time where that was like a huge deal for me. But I mean, now I kind of just don't really, I don't really think about it. If I'm feeling the person, I will. Um, if, if that's, because there's times where you can feel a person that that's all they're kind of like on a date with you for, or you can see the date going that way. And I've been used before, like to the point where it's like the girl just like hooks up with me and then just never talks to me again. And I'm like, wait, what the hell? Or maybe the sex is bad. I don't know. <laughs> What's one of the signs you get if, if someone is, uh, is like, all right, I'm here, I'm here on this date just for, just for the sex. How do you know? <laughs> I don't know. I, that kind of turns me off in a way. Like if I, if, if I know, if they just put it out there like that, it kind of like, I don't know. It turns me off. It's, it's weird. Cause I'm like, what, what am I a piece of meat? Like, I can't, I can't do this. And it, and it kind of puts pressure on the guy. Like, Oh shit, I got to perform. Like, I don't know. Uh, yeah. So I think if it's like, if you're feeling it and like, I don't know, I, there's been so many dates that I've been on that, you know, I get a first kiss out of it and don't really expect anything. And then and then all of a sudden she's like, Hey, do you want to come up to my apartment? And there's times where I've said no, because I wanted to go further. But with that specific girl, it's like, um, well, you know, they wanted you to say yes so bad. You said no. 
and it's just like mind games. It's weird. And then you don't talk to that person again. It's, it's just all like walking a tightrope. And if you fall on the right side or, you know, keep moving forward, I don't know. Where's the craziest place you've had sex? Oh, wow. Um, huh. <laughs> so I was in Barcelona. Well, this isn't the craziest, but it definitely sticks out in my mind because I got locked in this closet with this chick after I had sex with her for about six hours. It was a laundry room. <laughs> it, didn't have a, it didn't have a door on the other side, and it was like 2 o'clock in the morning. And somehow I stayed up, and she passed out with some girl from Paris. And uh, yeah, so we got locked in there and I, we were in a hostel. It was probably, I don't know, eight years ago. But yeah, I, I was miserable. Like she, it was so bad. And then I would see people walk by and I'd like bang on the door. Nobody would like open the door. And I was like on the ground, like looking under the crack of the uh, door. I'm just like, what the fuck? Like somebody answered this door and finally I banged on it so hard that somebody finally answered it. And then I was like, you have to help me get this girl back to her place. So we carried this girl through the hallways to her room, used her little fob to get her in the room and all of her friends are passed out and every bunk was taken except for the top one. So we had to like swing her up and throw her up into the top bunk. So many questions. So was it was it worth it? Was it worth it? The six hour wait was the sex. No, worth it wasn't. I'm so pissed that I even like got in that situation. Have you stayed in touch with this with this uh, with this woman? No, I never saw her again. Oh. <laughs> so wait, did you? I'm, I'm trying to understand. Did you guys go into the closet specifically? Well, to it, get was down? Laundry, it was the laundry. It was the laundry room. Yeah. yeah. So like we were we were staying in hostels and like there were multi-person rooms. So like uh, all the private rooms are taken because normally if I'm traveling that way and I still do a little bit, um, just depends on what city I'm in or if I'm or what part of the country or what part of the world I'm in. I'll stay in hostels and but usually at this point I get private rooms. But this one was like, oh, all the private rooms are booked. So we got I, I stayed in a four-person room and with four strangers. And she was in a five per, or five or six person room with all of her friends. And she's like, we can't go in there. So we went into the laundry room. And when we shut the door, we, you know, we hooked up for a little bit. And then I go to like get out and there's no door handle on the other side. Just nothing. Like, so I'm just stuck in there. I'm like, what the fuck? I love it. Yeah, it was bad. It. Amazing. <laughs> that's well, the, we should... that stuck out my mind. That's great. Well, we, we should probably start. We're going to start wrapping up here, but we have cool. a couple questions just to, um, just to close things out. So. Uh, one thing we always like to ask, since is the, this is the dirt on dating show, um, what's your favorite, your go-to phrase when you're talking dirty? <laughs> um, talking dirty. If it's a if it's a Spanish girl, I tell her to call me Poppy or something. I don't know. Uh, kind of put me on the spot there. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm blank right now. All right, we're gonna we're gonna call me Poppy. It is. It's not the yeah, first time we've heard that on the show. Right? Exactly. <laughs> would Would you say you have any fetishes? Uh yeah, for sure. I mean, I feel like everyone does. Um, I kind of am open to I don't know, kind of a more like dominant to uh, you know, kind of role reversing. So like, I definitely like a girl that can take control and and you know, I don't know, not necessarily like degrade me or anything, but like, you know, just kind of tell it, like, tell me what she wants and like, you know, kind of boss me around. But 
normally girls love that as well. So, and I, I think that comes down to like me, I've been like basically in charge of like every company that I've had in my entire life. So it kind of like, I don't know, maybe that's like a psychological thing. Cause I've always thought about that. I'm like, why do I like when girls like take control? So I don't know. Yeah. That's, I guess more of a, a woman that's dominant every now and then. Nah, that just depends on, you know, how drunk I am. So that's actually, it's actually interesting to share that because that's something that I think a lot of people have this craving for, but they are either, you know, conditioned to not express it. And so they, they live their whole life, like not wondering why like things are fulfilled. And, and I think it's very awesome that you're able to say like, Hey, this is something that I'm, I'm going through. And, and how does it, how do you bring it up to, to a, a partner and say like, Hey, this is something that I'd like to try. Yeah. And usually, um, like how I've brought it up in the past is just being with somebody for so long and it's like, Hey, why don't we try this? Or there's been times where, you know, I'm like hooking up with a girl for the first time. And like, I just know, I, I just can feel that, that sense that they're just kind of like open to anything. So you, I don't know, I've kind of gotten in situations where like that, person I feel like I can share that with them and they're like oh well I like this and it's like you know you kind of just go back and forth and then when you actually do hook up it's it's kind of uh yeah just a fun fetish uh time (laughs) right on all right well last question here (laughs) yeah what's one sex toy or sex product or just you know dating product that you've bought it could be recently it could be something that you've had for a long time that has changed your life Change for example, life. yeah. If for example, for me, I've got this. I've got this Nuki massage oil that I just I love it. It's it's like game changer. So uh, recently, I went uh, on a date with um, a girl that I've kind of seen for a while, and we kind of tried to rekindle things. Um, but we were always we always had like toys and stuff in 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 the bedroom. So basically, we went on a date. We got kind of drunk, and we were like, "Hey, let's go to the sex shop." It's funny though, because I didn't realize like how expensive sex toys have gotten. And she she goes to like the most expensive shit. And like I go up to the counter and it's like five hundred dollars. I'm like, what the like um I don't know. So that kind of changed my life. Did you buy it? Yeah, of course. <laughs> wait, wait, what was it? Uh I mean all these like all these it's a certain brand. I forgot what it is, but it's a certain brand of stuff, but it's like a clip massager, you know plugs and like we just had like a whole like pile of stuff so i don't know so um, it was a kit it was a it was a yeah, full-on I mean, kit kits, but it was like if there was a kit there was you know a clip massager uh what there was like anal beads there was like all kind of, we were just like going through the store just grabbing stuff and then i'm like five hundred dollars like and it was like all of the things that she picked out and i was like what the hell did you buy uh, oh, only two things. I was like, oh my God. Was it worth it? Yeah, it was worth it. <laughs> awesome. For sure. I, cool. I never look back and like, oh, damn it. I spent yeah. $500 on that. No, I sent her a Venmo request the next day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, well, awesome. If you if you do get around to looking at, at the brands, you can shoot us a link with that and we can put yeah, it in the show for notes. Sure. I, I will. I'll, I'll probably right. text her. Be like, hey, what awesome. are those brands again? She'll be like, no, I'm not giving them to you. Yeah, it's amazing. Awesome. Well, uh, Jerry, it's been amazing having you on the show. Thank you so much. And uh, if, if people want to get a hold of your hats, where do they go? Uh, hourglass hats 
I'm just on Instagram right now. So it's just at Hourglass Hats. Uh, basically, I'm working on the website. It should be done in the next month or so. Um, just having to do photo shoots and get, you know, get content and then figure out how I'm actually, because I'm just a one-man show with all that right now. So I'm trying to figure out ways to for people to actually order them without me just being completely overloaded. So yeah, eventually it'll be hourglasshats.com. And yeah, that's about it. Fantastic. Well, thank you. Awesome, guys. Uh, hope to be back on soon. All right. Yes, take care. Thank Good you. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Dirt on Dating Show. We hope you enjoyed the ride. Stay safe. Talk dirty. And we'll see you here tomorrow for another wild dating adventure.